What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. Uh, my name is Bones, and I'm joined, as always, by Cat and the wonderful, handsome, ravishing Robin Humphrey. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What did you guys do before I got here? <laughs> do you really want to know? That's our no. business, Cat. Do you really no. want to know? You know, on second thought. <laughs> uh, things are just better off not knowing. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, guys, we are back and we are are doing the Patreon pick this week. I'm super excited about this. Although, although, I have to call horror court. Uh oh. Oh, already. Yes, already. Because things on Patreon are. I think it's coming off the rails. Uh oh. (laughs) All right. All right. Let me be honest. Uh, We had an issue last month when the omen was used on patreon patreon pick was chosen mm-hmm. i remember yeah, yeah the last horror court actually from this show yep um there was a bit of a discrepancy and uh the whole rob zombie thing and and devil's rejects and i'd rather not bring it up again but that happened it did and we put it behind us but here we are again mm-hmm. the next month the very next month and Rob, your co-host, Ghost, is causing problems again. What? I, yeah, I saw her and Chris going back and forth on Twitter or something. I didn't understand what was going on. I was going to look at the Patreon to see, but I don't know how to work the Patreon, so I just <laughs> said forget it. Uh, last month, uh, go back and listen, guys. I, I, it's Ghost pretty much wasn't clear with her pick, which led to us doing Devil's Rejects and led to Rob being very upset about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being very upset about it, yeah. <laughs> okay. You're implying past tense, sir. Okay, fair. Rob's still pissed off about it. So now here we are again. And Ghost had... Uh, the way it works, uh, for anyone who's not signed up for our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash slash your radio, by the way. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, stop being a cheap bastard and go sign up. <laughs> way to encourage him, Rob. Yeah. A bunch of freeloading sons of bitches. You're listening to this free show every week, and you don't sign up for the Patreon. Go to hell. Support the show. Uh, so the way it works is a poll is put out called the executioner, which is a perk on our Patreon. You get to propose 
a movie for the Patreon monthly pick. And Ghost, her first... Uh, oh, th- this is the vote I'm on. Hang on. Let, let me go back to... Okay, here it is. Let me read off the, the comments for, for the picks. IR Chris, Underwater. Ghost, you're next. Nesto, Incident in a Ghost Land. Oh, Nesto. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, that movie's awful. Oh, well, I never seen it, so right. we, we've messed all up. Get a job, you bum. Uh, <laughs> then Ghost again. You can't, you, Rob, I mean, you, you can't do this and bring up multiple picks. No, I mean. No, you get one. Come on. And then uh, to make matters even worse, guys, she, <laughs> Chris called her out on it in the middle of the comments for the shit and said, so is Ghost just going to vote every few hours? <laughs> In which she replied to that, Seed of Chucky! Get <laughs> third fucking vote! And then Chris now replies to Ghost's third vote with Brightburn! Uh, I also, I, I know we haven't resolved this horror court, but I'm calling a special session double horror court. Holy oh, shit. Oh my god, it's unprecedented. <laughs> the, wow. The part that makes me the most furious about all of this, there are a lot of parts that irritate me. The, the double voting irritates me. The fighting double votes with double votes irritates me. Uh, <laughs> the fact that Mikey puts all of these on a list together, including the double votes, encouraging future double votes irritated me. The thing that oh, pisses shit. me off the most, the only one that did not get any votes was your next and i'm angry <laughs> that's a good point i like it's good i i have not seen all of these so i'm not going to say it was the best one i'm gonna say it's better than the one we're doing this week but i'm not gonna say it was the best <laughs> one uh it's a good movie though and it got no votes it was the only one with not a single vote including ghost and it was your first pick <laughs> yeah but she can only vote once i think so <laughs> to be fair right you it is encouraged that you don't vote for your pick. So, you know, I, I don't blame her for that so much. You can vote for your own pick. What kind of bullshit is that? What the thing's going to be? Everyone's going to vote for their own pick. We're not going to get anywhere. All right, fair enough. I'm just saying, if I if I was running for president, I'd vote for myself, not the other guy. Well, there's a lot more people voting than just... A, than then a, if everyone could be on the ballot, they're going to vote for themselves. We're going to have a one-way tie all the <laughs> way around. All right. Cat, uh, I was in a weird spot because now we got all these. And you know, I did bring this up directly to Ghost, which goes back to the original case. And her, she actually challenged me and said it didn't say just one. So now, I, I argued that she went back and read the fucking shit to me, and it it didn't say just one, mm-hmm. even though it's applied. So now we got to go back and change the fucking fraud fine print. Uh, well, Rob, this is your co-host. What the fuck's going on? I don't know. I don't. I never know what's going on with her. She's all over the map. Jesus Christ! That one might be on us. Is it though? I mean, uh, like up it go until this point, I I will. If you know, if it says, if it doesn't say, just one. Um, you know what? I call bullshit on that. This is a Patreon for a dumb podcast. We shouldn't have to have a lawyer put together the terms. <laughs> I will say, I feel like it's counterproductive uh, to, like, muddy the waters with extra picks. Uh, because right. look at what happened. Now we're not, yeah. now there are no votes for your next, and I'm sad. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it doesn't say in the rules that you can't have, now we have to have rules. Um. <laughs> Son of a 
bitch. It means we're going to have to pay a staff of it, it. It means that we need more people to support the Patreon so we can hire the lawyers to come onto horror court. <laughs> yeah, you cheap bastards. <laughs> I love how Rob's new tactic for uh, encouraging people to support our Patreon is just spewing that. Listen, <laughs> he's negging them. It's <laughs> it works for OnlyFans. I know that a lot more people. Listen to this show that are subscribed to the Patreon. Yes. And I'm saying you suck if you don't subscribe to the Patreon and support the show. That's all. I'm so glad that you choose to listen to us. Uh, right. You guys for... <laughs> you freeloading fuck. <laughs> he puts us in a hard position to argue with, though, is the problem. Damn <laughs> so, uh, okay. We're going to have to update the terms and conditions for shit now. Because Ghost has to just keep going with fucking picks and then encouraging other people to do it. <laughs> and, and Jesus Christ. My God. But I do have a twist for you guys. This is now a triple horror court. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. Rob Humphrey. Uh-huh. You ballsy bitch. What are we going <laughs> on now? What did I do this time? <laughs> the latest episode of this horror motherfucking life. Uh-huh. You had the unlitigated gall mm-hmm. to pick, you know, to pick paranormal activity as one of, and 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 not only, I know you're talking about a fact, you said you liked the third one. I do like the third one. How dare you? The third movie's, the third paranormal activity is a good movie. He picked paranormal activity as what? I, I picked a movie that has good special effects. The idea was that they did a they they did a good job with the budget that they were given, oh. which was you know four dollars in the power of prayer. <laughs> true, pretty much I true. I was unaware paranormal activity had special effects. Yeah, there's there's a few in there, and I mean, come on, I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> wow, that's understandable. <laughs> it had special effects, just not a whole lot happened. No, I will say the special effects for the I really liked the alternate end. Um, right. Those were really good. I no, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair movie to choose for special effects. Yeah, they didn't have many, but the, what they did have were crisp. Right, so that's why I picked it. Yeah. Why, why is this yeah, a problem? Yeah, why is this a horror course? I agree with your opinion. That's a problem. We we all agree with you, Rob. I think you're exonerated. You're you're free to go. No, not quite yet. No, no don't take the cuffs off yet. Oh, okay. Because with the amount of shit that you give that franchise, you shouldn't be talking about it at all in a positive light, but. I, I, I'll give you a pass for that. You, you're talking, you flat out said you liked the paranormal movie a few sentences there. How dare you? What? I don't remember saying that. Maybe I did. I don't hate paranormal activity. I hated paranormal activity too, and I like the third one. You got nerve. But then the rest of the movie suck, and it's a terrible franchise. You got nerve. Got nerve. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. I, I, when I, I almost fell off my chair. I said, no. is he serious right now? I, 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 right now, I tell you, I, I'm not taking a, a guilty plea on this one. Mm-mm-mm. I did nothing wrong. What would Katie Featherston think? I don't care. Hmm? Let's die. She's not crazy, Emma Roberts. <laughs> don't tell Bobby that. <laughs> I, 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 I'm still. I, so for you to say anything positive about that franchise... Blue and yeah, you said you liked the third one. I do. I like the third one. I, I think they did some interesting things in the third one. It was fun. They did interesting things in the second and first. No, and the third. only thing they did in the second was take a pool cleaner out of the pool. <laughs> that was it. That was the whole movie. Yeah. The nerve. The nerve. The nerve. 
Well, I, I feel bad. I've been waiting <laughs> since I heard that episode. I've been dying to do that. So I'm happy now. All right. I feel better. <sighs> well, Mikey feels better. Uh, Rob, you're you're free to go from this. Um, I guess. <laughs> you're excused. I, I think it's good uh, that you can find that you can say positive things about a franchise that apparently uh, you don't actually have a problem with. Yeah, leave it alone now. No, I have a problem with the franchise. It sucked. No, no, I oh, think it's yeah, we go again. I think it's healthy, though, to like be able to point out good things about yeah. a franchise that you don't like. I, I how many movies are in that franchise? Like five, six, Too many. something like that. Six or seven. All right, so there's not many movies. One of them is okay, which would be Paranormal Activity, the first one. And one of them is good, which is Paranormal Activity 3. The rest are bad. Is that That is not a good franchise. Okay. And they're boring, for the most part. Like the second movie, where you watch a cleaner outside a pool. The, the second one was good, okay? The second no. one was good. I stand by that. I'll, I'll, I'll admit anything past the third. Yeah, the, yeah. and they named the, a demon Toby. Toby, man. Stupidest name for a demon. I like Toby. Anyway, uh, that, that was a triple horror A triple court. horror wow. court. Yeah. Right, well, so what have we learned? What was the first horror court? I already forgot. Your co-host. Oh, yeah. Fucking up our votes. It was about double voting. Um, right, and then it was okay. about your next. Okay, so, so we've, okay, we've learned that we need to rein in the Patreon people because they're a pain in the ass mm-hmm. who act like children. We need to get more Patreon people because a lot of our listeners are cheap bastards. <laughs> we need to apparently discuss your next at some point. Yes. And Paranormal Activity sucks, but I think Whoa. we'll point out that there are good special effects in the movies for the budget that they have. I think we can all live with this. <laughs> no, I, think we gotta, no. I think we're done. That's a full yeah, episode. Uh, good night, guys. Thanks for you listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know why I come every week. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <sighs> all right well uh, l- l- let's move away that that ended a lot worse than i would like i, I brought up two out of three of them and i'm mad how the hell um <laughs> let's talk about something i do enjoy talking about though okay say everybody haven't seen my balls they're big and salty and brown if you ever need a quick pick me up just stick my balls in your mouth Ooh, balls. balls oh yeah bouncy balls. shiny balls big unhairy balls is what i like to talk about guys and you can achieve, well, uh, they're not going to help you with the big part, but you can achieve unhairy balls by going to manscaped.com and using the fan-sided 20 promo code. Get yourself 20% off, free shipping. Uh, I, I'm going to, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's summer. Mm-hmm. We can end the read here. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Rob, I mean, we used to be a regular civilian and walk around without the crop reserve of ball deodorant and do you remember the times when you had that this, uh, not to quote snl but sweaty balls oh yeah yeah oh. yep uh, ooh, it's bad too it'd be real bad smell like Sh- Sh- uh, shrek swamp down there oh terrible terrible i mean i remember you would have to go back to work and you walk into your car or something it's like 100 degrees and you know you don't want to really be around people the shit's going on down there it's too much man Go check out manscaped.com and get yourself, uh, forget about the, the ball trimmer, we'll get to that, but the crop reserver, it is the season, Jeff. Yep. Take it, a little deodorant for your balls, you'll be in good shape. Mm, 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 mm. You walk, and, and I've talked about, <laughs> while walking from my car to my office, I've talked to people and told them, they made a joke to me. 
I am sweaty balls, but nope. Yeah. Ball deodorant. <laughs> Not me, buddy. I got some ball deodorant. Here, let me let me dab a little on for you. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait, what? Are you applying ball deodorant to people? Is that not how you do it? To yourself, yeah. Oh no. Well, I was trying to, I'm trying to help uh, Manscaped out by selling the product for other people. You know, you got to give a demonstration. So I was just, you know, showing them how easy it was to apply. All right. <laughs> to each his own. But you, you can also check out the lawnmower 4.0. That is the fourth generation ball trimmer, guys. Mm-hmm. Seven thousand RPM motor. Sweet Jesus! It has the the multifunction, which is new. The multifunction on/off switch. It has a travel lock. I, I, I mean, it, at a four thousand K LED light. I, I mean, come on, man! It's like a spotlight on your balls, which it deserves if you're giving it a trim like that. Mm-hmm. Advanced skin-safe technology. You don't got to worry about snagging your nuts. I, I I don't know what else we have to say. No, it's uh, this is uh, Dan the Shiny Ball Man approved. <laughs> yes. And uh, if there's anybody in those balls, it's Dan. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, we, we might be able to get Dan. And, uh, maybe we'll, we'll send him something, you know, a ball deodorant or something like that, and we can have him go out and apply and, uh, the demonstration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be helpful. You know, I mean, I thought about just setting up like a little stand at the Costco. You know how they give out like cheese samples and stuff. Yeah. Throw them on table, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come up here. Let me show you how great this is. And I'm up here with the hell. Uh, all right. They have a performance package. And in this package, you get the lawnmower 4.0, the weed whacker, which is the ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, crop res- reviver. It's a toner for your balls. And you get a pair of the performance boxer briefs and the travel shed. Mm-hmm. Then you ain't gonna beat those boxer briefs. You do not want to miss out on those. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have, I've yet to find a pair that I like more. Even if you're someone that has literally never worn boxer briefs in your entire life, you're gonna put those on. You're gonna switch that day. Yep. <laughs> Damn. They're soft. Mm-hmm. They're very. Yeah, very they're, soft. they're they're fantastic. I don't even wear other underwear now. I just wear that one pair all the time. Oh no. You can also get other pairs from Manscaped. We have a promo code. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, I shower, I, I trim, I put on the ball deodorant. It's fine. It's not like they're dirty. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you, you want to really walk around like that, though. Rob. I don't know what you guys are saying. All right. I mean, I guess. But either way, yeah. Like Cat said, they do sell multiple pairs, and uh, you can go 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 get twenty percent off of. I mean, if you buy. Let's just say, for argument's sake, 50 pairs of these underwear. You're getting 20% off 50 pairs of drawers. That's not bad. You're going to save a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you need more than one pair of boxer briefs, but, you know. I I like to switch them up. Is that your thing? The the drawers alone. Go put your nuts on a cloud like they deserve to be. It's like walking around a cloud. You slap on the ball deodorant and you wear those drawers. And the day after, a nice trim. Oh my god, my god! You probably find a hundred dollar bill laying in the middle of the street. It'll change your life. So, uh, yeah, guys, head over to manscaped.com. Use that fan side of twenty code. Don't be a fool. Don't pay full price. Get yourself that twenty percent off and free shipping. Balls, balls, balls. Yep. And head over to Patreon. Sign up and support us too, you cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it.
Oh, oh okay. Um, we're going to get into the news shortly, guys, but are you excited? No. Scared. <laughs> My birthday's coming up. Uh-huh. So we're actually going to be recording next week on my birthday and cat was nice enough to suggest i should get to pick the movie for my damn birthday damn it cat what i think it's a good rule it is no i i think that you need to discuss these things with me before you say <laughs> them out loud you just want to, oh. to start that after the 30th <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i were smart i would have wait i would have suggested it halloween week and then <laughs> <laughs> but... damn fuck us both wow <sighs> but nonetheless I am announcing my birthday pick. But but Rob brought up a good point before we started recording. You're going to if you're a patron, you will hear what I'm about to say. Yeah. And you also know uh, the movie reveal. You will hear what I'm about to say. If you're not, we appreciate you listening to the show, but you're going to have to wait till next week to know what I pick. Freeloading bastard. <laughs> God damn. All right. Are you guys ready for this? Am I? No. I'm scared. <laughs> my pick for next week's episode. My birthday pick. Oh, fuck you. No, it's not. <laughs> Listen to how happy it makes him. Oh, God yeah. damn it. <laughs> guys, I honestly, I've put way more thought into this than I should. This movie's so fucking bad. It's not bad. Oh, God damn it. Look, look Kat, uh, I, th this was what I was really concerned. Kat, what level of mad are you about? You know, this? I'm not. Uh, well, I'm not mad at all right now. We'll put it that way. Yeah, because you haven't watched the movie yet. No, I've I've seen it, but I've been the rewatches have been getting me a lot recently. Mm -hmm. I this is one that I haven't seen since I was a kid. And as such, I'm going to reserve any anger until I rewatch it. Mm hmm. <laughs> I think you're gonna love a cat. I reserve the right to be mad next week, but but right now I'm okay. I'll be mad at you if you like it, cat. <laughs> it's a really shitty movie. Great. I don't remember it fondly, but <laughs> that doesn't always mean a lot with me. So <laughs> it's so bad that Mikey and Ghost both like it. <laughs> oh yeah, Ghost uh -oh. likes a lot. Yeah. Uh, I I put a lot of thought into this. I bounced around. I thought about a leprechaun movie. That's what I, I thought, thought you were going to go with. Yeah, and, and that's why I didn't do it. I said, low-hanging fruit? Uh -uh, no, 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 no. I refuse, no! No, no, no. So I, I bounced all over the place with this. Uh, this is where I landed, man. Because you know what? It's not even, I know it's hard to believe, it's not even to be spiteful. But yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's really not. I really enjoy this movie. I love it every single time I watch it. And I really want to get to the crux of Rob's problem with this damn movie. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Now, what better of an opportunity to do that? You know, yeah, it's perfect. If you want to make Rob trash a movie you like on your birthday, who am I to say that's a bad idea? <laughs> I'm used to that by now. Don't bother me anymore. There you go. <laughs> Th this is one you guys can't veto. This, this is my <laughs> pick. I can do anything I want with it. There we are. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to start thinking more about mine. I thought I had a pick, but now. <laughs> Rob's going to make me watch that damn vampire movie again. <laughs> <laughs> Subtitles not allowed. 
that's actually <laughs> that would be a really interesting pick uh for rob's birthday is if uh we had to watch it again but you enforced subtitles so mikey actually has to understand what's going on in that film <laughs> god damn it i made my pick and now we got stipulations <laughs> i would have made us all watch it like laying upside down or something <laughs> like, what the hell? damn that might be yeah. more fun i'm just uh, it out there <laughs> they could hurt yeah there it is there it is all right. I mean, I feel like Rob wouldn't have to say that subtitles are mandated. I hope, and I might be wrong, I hope that if one of us picks uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, you will watch it with subtitles this time because the alternative is that you watch it a second time with no idea what the fuck is going on, and that's worse. That has to yeah. be worse, right? I never think, hey, <laughs> let's watch this movie that's in a foreign language that I have to say, oh, watch, oh, get the version <laughs> with subtitles like that would have never <laughs> occurred to me to say i tried like four different ones dude i couldn't fucking find it all right i and i finally settled and like after the second one i'm like are there no subtitles for this fucking thing like and that's what i settled on since we're making uh since the patrons have forced us into a position where we have to have bylaws in uh in the way that we do things, I'm gonna say any special occasion movie, uh any like birthday pick, any screener, any whatever the special event may be, if it's in a foreign language, get the one with subtitles. Like yeah. I, this should go without saying. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that should be moving forward. <laughs> That's a good rule. I like that. That's yeah. a good rule. Yeah. <laughs> But it did me good if it was enforced a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, would have, um, would have. <laughs> Not something I thought I had to clarify, but that should be that should be one of our new uh, Patreon columns. Is just like slasher radio bylaws. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like a running thread of new rules. <laughs> no demonic taint in articles, Chris. So fuck, throw that one in there now. <laughs> I would still like the record to show. I I held my own pretty good with that damn vampire movie not knowing a word that was said that's fair yeah i mean honestly i don't compliment you very often mikey because it, it hurts my soul <laughs> to do it uh, a little piece of me dies every time but that's pretty fucking impressive i, I earned that one you it, did earn yeah. this one <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to tell whether or not i seen or heard subtitles or anything you wouldn't have been able to know had i not you know told the world had you not confessed yeah <laughs> we would still I, not know i'm a man of dignity look at this not the brightest but damn it, I got dignity. <laughs> I'm not smart, but I'm proud. <laughs> That's goddamn right. Damn right. I got something going for me. And I got I got hairless balls. I mean, I'm not yep. doing too bad. Yep. You got that going on, too. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get into the news? Yeah. No, real quick. Oh. I got one oh. thing I want to bring oh, up. Okay. Uh-oh. I was listening to an interview with Joe Bob Briggs. Okay. Okay. All right. And. They started talking. They were talking about uh, the respect that the horror genre gets, or, or the lack of respect for the horror genre. Okay, mm-hmm. and he said, and I quote: <laughs> "It was nice to see a horror movie finally win the Oscar when The Shape of Water won." Joe Bob Motherfucking Briggs called <laughs> The Shape of Water a horror movie. Suck it, losers. That's really what he stopped life for just now, Cat. Yes. I, I well. I, that's good evidence, I guess. Son of a bitch. I here's the thing is that we can let this go. We can accept that Rob is right, or we can fight Joe mm. Bob Briggs. I'm throwing hands with that old ass man. I'm <laughs> <gonna talk. laughs> we yeah. can put uh, that on the we can put that on the docket right after Rob fighting Jason Blum. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, that's like, is that the undercard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna <laughs> Nate Robbins at him. <laughs> you know, card. That's right. Um, uh, yeah, that, that sucks. Uh, why? <laughs> I don't understand why he would say that. Do I need to watch it again? Am I wrong? Yes. No. Yes, you are. No, cat. That's I've what I've been it saying. Three times. No. <laughs> no. It, no, it's not. And, and I know that John Brennan does our our news uh, uh, music bed. We appreciate him for that. Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs. Rob's a big fan. I don't keep up as much, but I. I how old is he now? I don't know how old Joe Bob is. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quick. How old is Joe Bob Briggs? You're binging it. <laughs> yes. I'm questioning my life now because, like, I trust Joe Bob to know these things, and now I'm on the opposite side, and. <laughs> He's 68 years old. He's slipping, you know? Nah, he's seen some shit. Nah, he probably watched the swamp thing and someone, he, I don't know who, maybe maybe he fell asleep and took a nap during Shape of Water and woke up to the swamp. Why well, you got to unsolve Joe Bob Briggs? Now he's never going to come on the show. I mean, he probably wasn't God's going to anyway, yeah. but. <laughs> I'm not insulting him. I love him. I have much respect to Joe Bob, but that that's a bad take. No, he's right. And I was right all along. Which we, I mean, look, we all already knew I was right. I did not know that. Just proof. I'm not 100% sure that I know it now. I'm I'm having an existential crisis over here over Joe Bob saying this. Um, I don't know what uh, I believe anymore, guys. I, I have to go watch The Shape of Water again, I guess. Well, you should anyway. It's an awesome movie. I'm, I'm confused. Uh, I'm put down on my calendar now that August 13th, I'm probably going to be watching fish porn. <laughs> I'm feeling so. Uh, we'll see, but I, I, Rob, I still disagree. That don't change the damn thing for me. All right. I mean, whose whose opinion do I respect more, Joe Bob Briggs or Mikey? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That is a tough one. It <laughs> <laughs> was a tough one. Do you think Joe Bob could act like he he knew what was going on with a movie as well as I did? Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. I don't <laughs> know. I don't you know do that. Checkmate, Joe Bob. Checkmate. <laughs> All right, well, good for you, Rob. I mean, I don't know what to say to that one. That, that, that's a tough cookie. I'm not going to lie. There's a little bit of validation for me, and I was so excited about it. God damn it. Picture Rob kicking his feet in, like, feety pajamas so happy. <laughs> I was. I was laying in bed, and I got so excited. I was like, oh, shit. He said it. <laughs> damn it. What would you do if you went back to find it to, like, play for us or something, and they, like, removed it? That'd be great. That'd be awful. That would be the worst thing they could ever do. I'm going to threaten to cancel Joe Bob because of his shape of water take and maybe Shutter will take it down. Next week's horror court is Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, I'm offended. All right, can we go into the news now, Rob? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want. I I don't want to, but here we are. It's time to hump the news with Rob. He's not a genius. Uh, Strange Land. Discipline. Uh, D. Snyder updates on the planned return of Captain Howdy uh, for a possible Strange Land sequel, which he's been wanting to do since Strange Land 1. What do you guys think? I have no opinion on this. Um, not Not because, like, I'm not interested but it's one of those things like i have no personal stake i'll watch it i i don't know if it's going to be good i'll watch it 
And then uh, I'm not going to be horribly offended if it sucks. Like, I'll, I'll live. Yeah, it's... It feels... Uh, what, 10, 15 years too late? It's late. Yeah, like, I... I um, I would be much more excited about it had it come a long time ago. Um, I, I will watch it. I did like Strangeland. I thought that that was a um, a good a, 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 yeah a good movie. And I've been hoping that they would make a sequel and I watch it. But it does also kind of feel kind of late. It it might be like one of those. Uh, sometimes when you have to wait so long for a horror sequel, it it will just like I I don't want to say ruin it, but it'll you know remind you of a franchise in a negative way. Yeah, but sometimes it works. Like Zombieland. Well, <laughs> that's Like funny Double Tap. <laughs> I was getting ready to say sometimes it works, like Zombieland. Oh, because boy. I like Double Tap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, I guess we're at an impasse here. Alright, well, I... <laughs> I mean, I'm interested to see what he does. It's He's had it, he's obviously been sitting on this for a long time. You know, like, I'm, I'm sure whatever thought he has for a story and, and all that I'm sure it's very thought out it's it's going to be super interesting it's not like he's as far as film you know got his head scattered on different projects or like this has been his baby forever and I think I read that he's been trying to get a sequel made for a long time he has yeah he has also D. Snyder in talks of appearing on this show so um, we might get some answers but yeah, I mean, in this, I didn't read the whole thing. It's a whole written down interview and, you know, me and reading, not very big fan. <laughs> so uh, I skimmed and yeah, it looks like D. Snyder is hell bent, man. Like he said, eventually we will see Captain Howdy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, um, I, I'll watch it and uh, hopefully it'll be great. But it does. It's just the timing seems really weird. I mean, it, it is, and I, I agree with you guys on that, but he's been trying for so long, you know, like, it's not really his fault that he didn't get the opportunity, you know? No, no, I'm not blaming him for it, uh, you know. Right. And honestly, it's taken him so long to get the sequel made, it's kind of impressive that he stuck with it for that long. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would have given up and gone on to other things. It's not like he doesn't have other things he can work on. Yeah. Well... Let's move along to next up, next up. Oh, uh, okay. Th this is interesting. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Jordan Peele is teasing <gasps> his... Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, nope. I, guys, yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, the name of his new <laughs> horror film is called Nope. No, I was just going to say, I saw the poster and it looks amazing. It looks great. And then that's just from a poster. I know nothing about the movie. I don't know why. It gives me like Welcome to Night Vale vibes a little bit yeah yeah i can see that and i like it i'm i'm a fan yeah and it's jordan peele it's jordan peele he's amazing yes the poster looks incredible i don't know what the fuck it is though <laughs> yeah i don't either you don't need to i was not as like i so now that i've seen us mm -hmm. i can look at a jordan peele poster and be like yes a hundred percent i was on the fence about us uh, just because it took me, I it took me an embarrassingly long time to process Get Out. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like when I saw Us, I was like, okay, so this is the one that's gonna like make it or break it, I think. Um, and and it made it like in a huge way. So yeah, now it, it really doesn't take more than Gordon Peele's name for me to be like, okay, I'll give this a shot. No, I thought for a minute there you were gonna say you didn't like Us. 
But man, we're gonna have to fight, Cat. I do struggle <laughs> struggle a little bit. I wish us had been scarier. I wish yes. it had been just like a little bit more on the horror side because I feel like it almost at certain points could have been dark fantasy. That being said, I say that about so many movies that I love. Like Us is executed very well. I just always want things to be scarier. Like yeah. always. Um, and Us had a lot of like comedic moments that broke tension for me. And I like it when stabbing is what breaks the tension. <laughs> Like, I don't like to laugh when I'm at the edge of my seat. I like to just be scared. But, like, so I had some small issues with us, but they're all, like, personal preferences. Critically speaking, perfect film. Like, it's it's amazing. Agreed. That's, that was my take on it, too. Horror film, real film, like, you know, regular r- movie is two different ratings for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I love me some Jordan Peele. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. I just have no fucking idea what it's going to be. Like, um, yeah, if you guys haven't seen the poster, go check it out on Twitter. It's all, it was all over Twitter. So yeah, you, you, I mean, Google it, you'll, it'll come up. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see Jordan freaking Peele. We we're just talking about saying he should have something coming out soon. Yeah. Next up, Paranormal Activity. Jason Blum says uh, the newest film is already complete. Oh, boy. <laughs> I bet this time the vacuum cleaner is not in the closet. <laughs> and it took them that long to film that? <laughs> oh, damn. You guys, you guys are going to be nice paranormal activity someday. Am I? <laughs> I hope so. Rob was <laughs> already earlier yeah. today. <laughs> I, look, I am always fair and level-headed about these things. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, anyway. I don't know how I feel about it. There was six Paranormal Activity movies, by the way. I didn't care for any of them past three. I don't remember four too well. It's terrible. I I, I don't remember. What I remember is some girl on Skype or some bullshit. Okay, yeah, I, I, I gotta rewatch that. But I wouldn't. Marked Ones, shit. Ghost Dimension, shit. But... Blumhouse has it now, guys. So, you know, let's not put the cart before the, the the horse before the wagon here, or the wagon before the horse, however the fuck it goes. Let's not do that. Fair or not? No. Uh, I mean, look, I will on. watch it, and we'll see, but I don't have high hopes for it. No hopes at all for it? No, I don't. I, I expect it. I expect to not like it, but I'll watch it because it'll be there. I'm kind of in the same boat, except for I'm probably also not going to watch it unless I have to. <laughs> Damn! Uh, re- listen, here's the Blumhouse. thing. I I have only seen... The only paranormal activity movie that I've seen in its entirety has been the first one, and it's been, like, within the last month, because I had, like, I literally was forced to go watch that movie again. I, I have fallen asleep more during paranormal activities than any other horror franchise and that just doesn't bode well like i, <laughs> I don't know i and and this late in the franchise it's it's not like they're suddenly going to get better i i highly doubt it cat you know what the three of us are gonna do one day <laughs> oh no we're gonna sit down nicey nice with big thing of popcorn <laughs> and all three of us are gonna watch paranormal activity one two and three I will fall asleep. <laughs> I just, I have to. Paranormal activity is the cure for my insomnia, as it turns <sighs> out. You gotta at least give two and three, especially three. Three is really, really, really good. I did like three. Yeah, I, I really, yeah. Maybe. Uh, 
I don't know. Uh, damn it. I'm man. skeptical. I, so Blumhouse means shit to you guys. Fuck them, right? No, I... So Blumhouse has saved a lot of things, but Blumhouse has burned me before also. They know what that they did. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. But but as of late, they they they're on a streak. Their last several movies that I have watched have been good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Oh, I oh I've never wanted the movie to be good so bad. So I can <laughs> rub it into the both of you. Never. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. like like we talked about earlier with Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Yeah, Shape of Water. All right. Next up, Rob Zombie. Oh no! <laughs> the monsters' latest behind-the-scenes image has surfaced. They are putting together the prosthetic for Herman's forehead. Okay, I, I didn't see it or anything, but whatever. It's a forehead, but, but it's Herman's forehead. All right. Did they mention anything about a Confederate flag in the living room of the house? <laughs> Come on. <sighs> I can't decide what would be funnier is like, because Rob's had all these theories about what this is going to look like. I can't decide if it it's funnier if he's like 100% dead on correct <laughs> or if he's completely wrong. Because like either one would be very funny to me. That's funny. Because like... <laughs> What if you're just watching the monsters and <laughs> walk into the house and there's a confederate flag like yeah. that would make him so mad but also <laughs> if it's just the monsters rob's also going to be mad about that i feel like right i don't know i i i think that rob zombie is going to show his uh authenticity in this stronger than anything else he i i feel like he knows that this is a big enough title to to leave that bullshit at the door and I, I i think he's fully aware of that yeah i would have thought that too except for i saw him meth fuck with halloween <laughs> oh boy speaking of big titles mm. uh yeah that's a good point that's a good point this is a little more reserved i don't know man i i, I just i like his shit for the most part you know so uh, iconic forehead though iconic forehead yeah and it looks like herman munster's forehead yeah see mm, it does it also looks like Anthony Davis is forehead from the Lakers, but it's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, all right, so we ended the new segment on Paranormal Activity and Rob Zombie. Yeah, perfect. Today's a good day. Today's a good day. Uh, all right, guys, so we are done with the news. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be back with Brightburn. a happy person with this movie huh i'm not thrilled uh i will say i'm not thrilled for a different reason than i was expecting to not be thrilled for so i was surprised um, <laughs> here's the thing about brightburn uh, it's uh, this is something that i'm learning about theaters in general about the theater experience now that i'm back in a theater um there's a kind of mob mentality that sets in where it's like and and it can be very effective like it can be really wonderful if you're you know watching quiet place and everyone is like very hushed and quiet and tense everyone's taking it very seriously that was like one of the best theater going experiences of my life 
but also if everyone's not taking it seriously, you it can make a movie feel a lot more fun than it is. There was a lot of laughing when I saw Brightburn in theater. Like a a lot of the weird little and you can't even really call them jokes. A lot of the like offhand comments or like awkward moments. There were like laugh out loud funny moments in the theater that I that I just kind of surrendered because like people around me were laughing and having a good time and I was like this is kind of funny I I remember Brightburn as being and and then like after I watched it because I didn't think it was terrible right I didn't think it was like a terrible movie but I I was really disappointed because they amped it up as like a horror movie and then like I'm in the theater and everyone's like having the time of their lives right and that wasn't really the experience that I wanted uh, a lot of my takeaway from that was being kind of disappointed. Uh, I, I remember thinking it it could have been a little bit more serious, um, that things weren't executed as well as they could have been. And then, like, even sitting down to watch it, I remembered some of the awkward stuff. I remembered, like, the sex talk and just, like, the weird uncomfortable. And there were a couple special effects I don't want to call them, like, errors, but the, there were a couple instances where the special effects were not up to the very high bar that other scenes had set. Uh, and, and like, that was the kind of stuff I remembered going into Brightburn. It left a negative impression on me. And sitting down to rewatch it, it was uh, without a theater, without like any influence. <laughs> uh, I, it was scarier than I remember it being. It was more like what I had thought it would be going into it the first time. Uh, I regard it more as a horror film. I, I have a little bit more respect for it. I, I do still have one or two issues that kind of hold me back. That being said, it was less fun. Because like when I'm outside of that theater context, when I don't have the laughing, when it, when the awkward moments weren't laugh out loud funny, they were just awkward. And it was like, it it was a less complete experience even though critically i do think it was better than i remember so i i am kind of disappointed with it but not for the reasons that i expected and also the theater can ruin a thing for me i've learned <laughs> that, that's more than fair that's more than fair rob you this is a rewatch for you i had never seen Brightbird. you you've seen this previously right yeah i saw it in theaters also well, did people laugh <laughs> no was it like, was it a more tense? That's yes. I have kind of regrets. Like, I almost wish now that my theater going experience had been more tense because I wonder if that might not be my problem with this movie. Yeah. Um, although, unlike Kat, I don't, I don't let the people around me influence me. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't really care that much about it. But, um, no, there wasn't uh, a lot of laughter or anything in my theater. Um, and I, I enjoyed it in the theater. Um, I wasn't sure how it would hold up on rewatch. Rewatches, as we know, have uh, gotten me a few times with um, Hush and something else. I don't remember what it was. Well, next week, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my opinion on that's really going to change. But uh, I, I really enjoyed watching it again tonight. I, I, had, a, I had a good time with it. I, I think it's, it's not a great movie, but I think it's a good movie. It's entertaining. It's uh, produced by James Gunn. Um, who is an excellent uh, filmmaker in his own right, and I think written by his brother or something. Yeah, I really enjoyed it both times I've seen it. Um, this uh, Chris gonna get mad at me. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, what else is new? Yeah, I know, right? I can't, can't do nothing right with Chris. I just want to remind everybody again: this this is our Patreon pick, our monthly Patreon pick, and IR Chris was the the victor for the second time. 
Mm-hmm. With the and picture. if you join Patreon, you could nominate movies too, you cheap bastard. <laughs> you can stop Chris if you join our Patreon. Yeah, right. Put an end to Chris. Yeah, stop being so selfish. Do it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> a community so effort. Right? Uh, like we're being held captive by Chris's movies. But no, th- this I'm not going to sit and say this was bad. It did a lot good that I liked. But my thing was, and, and I'm with Kat, this is a horror movie, you know, but it, it did walk that line. It went up to the line and kicked it a couple times. And this felt, if I had to teeter it one way or the other, though, this felt more like a superhero villain movie than anything else to me. And the, but the, the aspects of gore that it had and how well they did. Um, most of those those aspects of the gore you know you can't take horror out you just can't so uh it it, that that's kind of where it's at it's in the middle of that line for me and uh the story was cool and i'll tell you what i was running late today i had a million fuck things i had to do today um I, i was just running i was just running late so I tried to look for a few spots where I could fast. I was like, all right, I'll fast forward a little bit. Dude, I really couldn't find anywhere to fast forward much. Like there was a lot happening in this movie throughout. Yeah. Uh, it does a lot of stuff. It gets into it pretty quickly too. Yeah. And not everything is like a huge big bang boom, but you know, like it had its, its, its high spots frequently. And you know, like, it, and not only that, the story that they were telling me, what they put in front of me, I wanted to see what happened. You know, and it's I, I can never say something like that that is able to do that is bad. Yeah, I, it's I don't know. I just I found it. Um, I just find it a, a, an entertaining watch for some reason. I don't know. It's uh, you know what ninety minutes or whatever the runtime is on it goes by pretty Beautiful. quickly. It seems like there's always something happening in the movie. Like you said, it doesn't uh, it, pacing wise, it doesn't ever slow down. Yeah, I, I I really did enjoy watching it. Thank you, Chris. Frog uh, kissing up. Look at him. Look at him. Uh, I I will say this too before we go any further with it. This movie is what happens when you don't whoop your kid's ass. This is what you get. <laughs> this is what happens. No, I I see. My I had a very different take on it. Okay. Uh, I believe this is what happens when you find an alien in the woods, abduct him, and raise him <laughs> as your own child. Yeah. Um. What do you guys think about that? It's uh, it's different. No, I mean, it's a Superman story. It's not. Yeah, this literally happens with Superman. That that is one of my there was a little bit of uh, vindication. Uh, It was one of the reasons why I went to see this in theater, because I have gone on record multiple times since after every DC movie that I've ever seen. I have said that that will be my last DC movie. And I'm, I never is, it never has been. <laughs> um, but I, I went immediately to see this in theater because it was like, I've always thought that Superman's origin story has felt more like the beginning of a horror movie. So when they released the Brightburn trailer, I was, I was like a thousand percent in. I was like, this is going to be my favorite movie of all time because I was right. Like, <laughs> this is a horror movie premise waiting to happen. And that's what's important. And, and I kind of was like, it's, it's a weird response to finding a child that has crashed from space. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but it, you know, it, 
I we I, I haven't seen this in the horror genre. I mean, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but you know, it's it's not a it's not the same thing you've seen a million times, which is a good thing. Uh, I also I think what this movie did a really good job of too is building tension, and I say that you know fairly often about movies that I enjoy because it's important to me, man. Like I want to be able to feel what's going on as well as watch, and that, like that there was a couple of them. Like when he was about to stick his hand in that that lawnmower blade, mm-hmm. and, and you know that was another moment too where I was like, all right, I can catch a few minutes here. And I, boom, fucking lawnmower! Like, Holy shit! I never let go of my mouth so fast. I was like, what the fuck is that? So they they built the pre- the the tension there when he's about to stick, and when he was standing in that little girl's room too by the blinds or whatever the curtain, mm-hmm. that was good, man. Yeah, that the. the- um, I always think of that uh, scene in the diner mm-hmm. uh, when he's when he's going after the little girl's mom. That builds mm-hmm. up for quite quite a bit, and uh, I think they did a really good job with that. One thing that really gets me about *Brightburn*, um, I was really surprised at how gory it was. Um, mm-hmm. I really just believed that was like the one area, even in even with my very strange theater experience for this one, where I was pleasantly surprised because I thought they were gonna chicken out. I just yeah. I believe that so much. That eye scene, that mm. is the worst eyeball um impaling scene I've ever seen in my entire life across like any horror movie ever. Cause they just don't it doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the camera doesn't look away. Like any other horror movie would have looked away, and this one just refused to. And you see uh, like there's the shot of the glass and her eye is moving and you mm-hmm. see it flicking back and forth. I that was masterful. Like chef's kiss, top quality horror right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you on that. I went into the theater to watch it the first time and I expected it to be pretty light on any kind of gore and was pleasantly surprised as well that they really went for it. And the guy holding his face together. That was so oh. nuts. And and again, like with the tension also, because there's that moment where he steps up, um, where, where Brandon like reaches a finger in and you don't know. I seriously thought he was just going to pull the guy's hand away from mm-hmm. his face and just like let him bleed out there. Um, it Like very good scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. And I'll tell you what, if they didn't have, I mean, maybe not to that level, because you know, two scenes we're talking about specifically were high, 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 high quality. But if they didn't have that those that gore aspect, I wouldn't be calling this a horror movie. It would have just been at that point like an R-rated superhero movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But man, that jaw scene! Holy shit, man! And then, like, even when you compare it to other similar scenes that were happening in horror at the time. Because uh, there was also like a jaw dislocation in Halloween 2018. Uh, there was also a similar. I hate bringing this movie up, you know I do. But there was also a very similar death in The Grudge uh, in yeah. the uh, in 2019. And like, so they're all very similar deaths. That one went for it. That one showed you what was happening. It was in the forefront. You couldn't get away. Like it. It was the most effective of the, the three. Uh, Tonally, like I think all of them, including The Grudge, again, I I hate to give credit to that movie, but uh, I think tonally all of them were very appropriate for the film that they were in. But that was the one that I remember the best was from Brightburn. And it's because it really was 
they didn't flinch. Yeah. Mm-mm. It looked real. It looked real, man. I, I, that was mind blowing. I was like, holy crap. Impressive. Impressive. And, and you didn't even, that's like, if you see something like that in Saw, you know, like you, you're not too shy. I think it gets even more points because of what, it, where, where, what movie it was in. Yeah. It was like, damn. Go for them on that for sure. Yeah. There were a lot of uh, good moments, I thought, in this movie. Like you said, the the eye thing, the jaw thing, I thought was good. Also, when uh, the dad shoots him, mm. I thought that that was uh, uh, really interesting. The way I mean, you see it, the bullet hit the back of his head, but then it's like nothing. And um, I, I thought that was really impressive. That was really impressive. Yeah. I got a little bit lost. And that is one of my uh, biggest complaints on the rewatch. Um, the dad is so dumb. The parents are just, they're so dumb. And... <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's so frustrating to me to watch yeah. them fail like this <laughs> well and one of my notes is um that the father he in the movie he seemed to go too quickly from being a strict parent to murdering the child yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like i there seems like there should have been some middle ground there i don't know maybe whoop his ass a couple of times first or something you know <laughs> try uh, something else yeah bullet to the back of the head seems a little harsh <laughs> also the mom too like she gets there in a very different way because i think she spends too much time she has all the pieces together she refuses to believe it and then she goes immediately from that to yeah he was right better kill brandon yeah. like i i do wish there had been i i wish they had lingered a little bit more in that middle ground where like they believed what was happening and had to come up with a plan because i think yeah. that would have been more believable yeah certainly although i will say in the father's defense i would rather somebody shoot me in the back of the head than make me go camping so <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know this movie it had the time to do it too like you said only 90 minutes i wouldn't have minded more of this yeah, a little bit more build up to that uh, to show mm-hmm. the yeah, to, like Kat said, to show them finally starting to come around and realize what's happening. It just seemed to happen too quickly. Another interesting angle that they could have done, and this is where I thought they were going with it when I first saw it, um, would have been to have the dad get there very quickly like he does and then to have the mom turn against him. Like because mm-hmm. he he wants he was so quick to want to murder her son that mm-hmm. could have like put her on Brandon's side for a time and that also would have been like a very interesting psychological angle. Yeah, they do kind of they kind of teeter there, but they never quite go all the way. They they never quite sealed the deal on that. And then the mom also very quickly jumps on the like we'll kill him bandwagon and yeah. it's like okay, well yeah that scene in itself though rob man because they had that that and again brief but that moment of him like lining it up and you can tell the struggle and you know all that stuff it it, very very well done very well done and and it kind of goes to uh your point when he was uh going after that in the diner It, it was a somewhat similar scene after that when he's like stalking the dad in the woods and shit, and like that was that was really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think they should have kept his uh, costume a little more hidden because it yeah. just looks it looks really stupid. That mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so I was I was trying to make a list um, after I sat down after I realized it wasn't as funny as I remember it being. I tried to make a list of things that like had me actually laughing uh, in the theater, and that was one of them. Like the full reveal of the outfit felt yeah. a little silly yeah it would have been much better because you could tell that uh, like in the diner scene you don't really see him full on you kind of see him 
from her perspective, you know, when she's got a piece of glass yeah. pulled out of her eye. So it's um, you, you kind of seem, but not really. Um, you could tell uh, in that scene that it was like a homemade kind of outfit, but you couldn't really see it. And I think they would have been much better to try to keep it hidden like that. That was the correct a- amount of seeing it. Cause it's like, yeah. it's one of those things. If it had been like a perfect scary horror costume, it would have lost some of that realism. A kid made it. Like you see right. the drawing of it, you know what he's going after, what he thinks looks cool, and it's it's a little bit silly, but like it was very effective when you didn't see the actual finished outfit full on, and mm-hmm. that was it, to see that they had it kind of nailed down and then showed it to you anyway was a little bit confusing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Eventually, he's just like in it in broad daylight and you're like well this looks dumb (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i think they were screwed either way on that when you think about it because if it did look too hollywood that would have went even more for the Mm -hmm. whole superhero thing so yeah they were fucked regardless on that one i think but nah the the only time he really looked scary or any type of scary in that that costume was when in in the hallway with that deputy after shit done fucking broke loose already and shit. Yeah. Was, oh, that was creepy. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a, an interesting point because there are scenes in this movie where he looks really scary and they're almost all when he's not wearing the costume. I was just going to say, man, he was such a creepy little fucker. Mm-hmm. He didn't need that. Yeah. He, he, the, the, there are a lot of scenes in this movie where he's scary as shit. Just with the look on his face. And, that was uh, that was another disappointment for me personally but i'm like i'm at war with myself like the superhero comic book half of my brain has very different takes than the horror half of my brain that's like because it was very effective it was very scary the exceptional performance from the kid like i yeah. very yeah. impressed there was I, a- I think the performances throughout this movie were, were all good i they i couldn't find a, a performance that was bad um i actually I, there's one complaint that i have about performances um but like the the superhero part of my brain really did want to see um just because i've been saying this about superman for so long there was a part of my brain that almost wished that he had not been quite so creepy because i think there's still an interesting side of Superman that wasn't explored with. And I know this isn't like evil Superman, like come watch cat be right. But <laughs> like, I, I do think there's just something really scary about having like this immense power and believing that you're doing good. And the fact that he was so creepy, it, you know, it, it made this a more effective horror film, but it also detracted from the idea of like, he's an alien who's, morality might just genuinely be different than ours um it's something that they didn't really touch on here i was a little bit disappointed to see that but it's it's hard to argue with the performance of the kid because it was like it was very creepy it it gave me very omen-like vibes mm-hmm. yeah i could see that at a couple of spots man when he's walking away from the mother after he you know broke her daughter's hand which in itself was really well too that was really really good yeah mm-hmm. so you know he gave her a quick little little glance over and it was like oh the hell yeah what i i want to circle back to cat what was your uh problem with the performance what one performance and it's not the entire performance it's just like one scene that mm-hmm. where i felt the performance laughs and it hurts me to say i'm a huge elizabeth banks fan the 
the scene that really got me was um was like after he comes back to the house uh pretty much the entire um chaos right after he tells her that he's home um and and this i think might have been a directing issue more than a performance issue i i don't know who all was responsible for what uh but there's just there's a lot of noise she makes a lot of noise and not only was it like louder than she had been previously i i felt like it didn't quite match the character or the tone of the scene but it felt that was where it felt more like a superhero movie to me than a horror Mm. movie Mm. Uh, she's making a lot of extra noise she's drawing extra attention to herself it seems almost like she's reacting to like what's going on for an audience as opposed to being scared for her life and trying to hide and he's just and that was where the whole thing felt a little bit comical and a little bit silly to me because he's just like flying through the walls back and forth and it could have been a very tense scene but she's just like wailing her head off and the i don't know if you guys noticed the special effects um even though they had been very front and center during the entire movie you know he kills the one deputy like off like in the background in the window and he's kind of flailing around and like the special effects dropped in quality like right toward the end there that whole scene i think was not performed the best which hurts to say because i elizabeth banks had so many exceptional performances in this movie even and that scene just really fell flat for me. Hmm. That's interesting. I, that didn't stick out to me, but, um, that, you know, I guess I can kind of see it. Like the whole quality and, and like it wasn't just her, but everything kind of it was a perfect storm where like that whole scene was just lower in quality than the rest of the movie. And because it was at the end, like right. it was at such a pivotal moment, like I it really stuck and a tough time getting past that. Yeah. Uh- like I said, and it's not, I enjoyed the movie, but it's not, it's far from perfect. Yeah, it's far from perfect. It had, but it did a lot well, but there were a couple of things where it dropped the ball. That's definitely one of them. And that was one of the, it was on my list. I, I only thought of like four moments uh, that actually made me laugh in the theater. And that scene at the end was one of them where she's just like screaming her head off and it, yeah. you know, the yeah, that's not a good sign. No. When it's supposed to be a really tense, scary moment and you're laughing. Yeah, that's not a good sign. It wasn't good. (laughs) Yeah, kind of reminds me of a couple of things that happened in old. (laughs) Damn. Uh, Shit on old out of nowhere. Damn. It's not out of nowhere. (laughs) We're gonna be shitting on that movie forever. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's gonna be a that just so you know, that's gonna be a thing. That's the new bar. You've gotta watch this movie before it What would you guys do if I liked it? I wouldn't be surprised. We would pick on you forever. <laughs> Not after oh. hearing what your pick is for next week. <laughs> As opposed to now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, how mad would you be if uh, somebody woke you up in the middle of the night to go out and look at a bunch of dead chickens? Mad. Facts, dude. <laughs> and, and she didn't even argue. I know. She said, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a princess in the morning. I'll be the first to admit, get woken up. But women have that extra don't fuck with me <laughs> when they wake up, I feel like. Like, Kat, what would you do if someone woke you up out of dead sleep? I don't think your your response would be, okay. Like, yeah, I, first of all, would not care enough to go look at the chickens. But assuming <laughs> that I did, and I get down there, and someone has, like, what they've wanted to show me is just a bunch of chickens, I, I would kill them. They would be the next chicken. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> See? 
They w- women do not like get woken up, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, that really grabbed my attention. Like, what? if somebody, I would beat the shit out of somebody if they woke me up to show me a dead pile of chickens. And then, like, if they accuse my son, right? If they accuse my adopted alien son of having killed the chickens, I'd be like, then you go take it up with them. Like, you're clearly <laughs> mad at up. someone in this house. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I could never imagine. Unless a dire emergency, human life or death depended on it. Someone waking me up and telling me to go outside. Like, that yeah. was so mind-blowing. Not only did you wake them up, you're asking them to get out of bed and go outside. And, like, what the fuck is she supposed to do? The chickens are already dead. Yeah, because in that situation, you got to get, like, your shoes on and everything. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Yeah, that I wouldn't even wait till I got outside. Whoever woke me up after they say <laughs> come outside, we're fighting in the bedroom mm-hmm. right then and there. So uh, yeah, I caught that too from us. This guy's got balls. Wow, telling her to go outside. Oh my god. And also, um, I like so he figures it out a lot faster than she does. But I have. He really does. He's got huge balls because after that, he's like, he gets more aggressive with the kid. And it's like, if I found out that my child uh, has super strength and can kill a bunch of chickens in his sleep, if I'm that concerned about the chickens, like, I'm not going to grab him by the arm or antagonize him or yell at him or like, he just, he seems to get like, he seems to just want to push buttons after he realizes, and it's like, that's not correct. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely not how I would have handled that situation either. Um, I would be in that situation, though, because I would never steal an alien and raise it as my own baby and think that that was a good idea, but, you know. Yeah. Here we are. They're not so bright. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't know, man. It, the effects were amazing. We've gone over that. Um I'm trying to see if there was anything that I missed on my notes. Well, there was one character that bothered me in this movie. Um, I, I guess he was supposed to be like a bully or something, but they needed better stuff for this kid. <laughs> because he's uh, at the very beginning of the movie, they're talking about, uh, I don't know, what the wasps or something and uh, in class. And mm-hmm. Brandon says, uh, you know, he's going on this long thing like a, you know, uh, one of those weirdos at bsource.com and uh, he says he says something about maggots and the bully's like why are you always talking about maggots you must be one that doesn't make sense then that's not funny uh, that was that was pretty weak yeah you need a better line for your bully right yeah uh, that really bothered me and then later when uh, the girl didn't catch Brandon when they were doing like the trust exercise mm-hmm. the bully says a way to trust the floor Brand- uh, Briar <laughs> Well, that's not funny either. I and mean, how does this kid get to be the bully? Somebody should be. I would have savaged that kid when I was in school. So um, that that kind of irritated me. Um, one thing that irritated me, it, and this is possibly the dumbest complaint I've ever had about a movie. The mom is painting that picture of a cow. That painting of a cow. It's on screen for maybe three seconds, and it is wild. 
Like, it's already a fully completed cow picture. It's very realistic. It's it's very well done. She's just painting, like, blue swirls at the bottom of it. And it makes me wonder if she's either, like, some hyper-evolved artist that I don't understand, or if the movie thought I wouldn't notice that she wasn't actually painting the cow. She was just painting shit at the bottom of it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> I... Not even the right color palette for what you're doing there, lady. <laughs> like what? <laughs> or a very abstract masterpiece, and I don't know which it is. Um, but it it drove me crazy. I I froze the I paused the movie so I could look closer at the picture of the cow. Um, uh, I uh, I did notice that. That's funny though. It was very weird. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, you just don't understand art. Maybe I don't understand art. I apparently don't know what a like Joe Bob Briggs is gonna come explain art to me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy's having a bad luck of takes lately. But that's okay. That's okay. Uh one thing that I did not like the laser eyes. Mm-mm. No? It, no. no. What's wrong with that? It, it's it's not horror-y, you know? It's just, it made it seem like more of a superhero movie. Yeah, I mean, um, but but he used them in a, like, scary, evil way. I guess. Right? To cut through the door of the freezer and to, you know, melt his dad's face. I was disappointed in the freezer thing. I thought he was going to come bursting through that bitch. Yeah, like the Kool Aid Man and Family Guy just come busting <laughs> right through the door, and home. And then homegirls in there screaming. It'd have been perfect. I go back and forth on the laser eyes because on the on the one hand, I, I guess it does make it feel more like a superhero thing. On the one hand, there is kind of that redundancy of like Superman has too many powers, right? Like yeah, agreed. Uh, way too many. He's uh, the the Mary Sue of superheroes. But <laughs> All right, I, you guys. Need to need to back off because Superman is my favorite superhero because he's awesome. Well, he has too many superpowers. Uh, so like the laser eyes thing being totally redundant, uh, kind of fit that theme for me. But also like all of the scenes where he was not using laser eyes, like they didn't improve anything. They didn't make anything better. I it was kind of cool. I I guess for a laser eye shot, I can't imagine them doing better. Uh, than the kill with them but also uh, on the other hand there were so many other inventive like super strength deaths that they could have mm. explored they, the laser eyes didn't bother me but i you know if they weren't there and they had done something else it probably wouldn't have noticed either <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. I, I think you're right i don't think they did anything to to really enhance the movie but they didn't it wasn't a you know a detraction for me it's all all very fair points I, i'm kind of I don't have anything else in my notes about this one, guys. I don't either. My last note was about the cow painting. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, here's uh, James Gunn wanted to make this like some sort of evil super villain universe. That's why at the end, when Michael Rooker uh, is playing the sort of Alex Jones character and yelling about uh, other creatures, and he he references like an evil Aquaman and an evil Wonder Woman type character. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, those were movies that, that James Gunn wanted to make. Now it doesn't look like that's going to happen, but uh, if they were to come out, would you guys watch them? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing: is that I reluctantly trust James Gunn. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I do too. <laughs> I would, I, you know, I kind of wish that, uh, you know, we had gotten them because I do think that this is, uh, it's just sort of a fun, interesting world to explore and, you know, watching Aquaman as a kid sinking boats or whatever, you know, little pissed off emo teenage Aquaman. That'd be fun. Mm, it would be fun. Oh, great. All right. You guys want to portnoy this thing and. Oh, we have to portnoy it. Yep. Let's do it. We do. Um, Hmm. Damn. I have no idea what to give this. I'm, I'm going to give this movie a five point. Eight. That was yeah. lower than I thought you were gonna go. Yeah, yeah, five five point eight, man. Because I'm judging it as a horror movie. You know, all like, right. The, That's... It's a five point eight. All right. Um, I'm right there with you. Actually, I had a uh, uh, five point six. Mm, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Very close. Very close. Cat, where are you at with it? So I, I'm the one that really didn't want to watch this i think i'm gonna give it the highest portnoy um it, judging it as a horror movie specifically i, I i'm gonna give it a six like okay, okay. and i think i i'm not even kidding at least like 0.4 of that is the eye scene i i very <laughs> seldom am that impressed yeah. by like one scene of a horror by like one shot you know that was just it got me uh it, it gets a lot of extra points for that i think it might actually be a little bit higher on like a superhero movie or just like a general entertainment scale but for a horror movie i i did have some problems with it at pivotal moments yeah um i like the movie but i also feel like it's sort of um kind of forgettable you know what i mean like i enjoyed the 90 minutes that i spent with it i thought it was fun but in 10 years, am I going to remember anything about this movie? Probably not. Maybe the eye scene. You're not wrong about that. You know, but I'm not going to, you know. Um, and so that's that's why I gave it to uh, whatever the hell I said, 5.6. That's fair. Because, like, for as much as, for as impressed as I was with it on the rewatch, I have seen it in theater and I did not remember the eye scene until I was watching it. Yeah. Uh, so like this movie didn't leave a huge impression on me even though i like i enjoyed it on the rewatch but yeah this is the closest we've all been with our port noise i mean we're all oh, right yeah. there in the same range this is close which is a good thing mm-hmm. which is a good thing that that's the neighborhood man i do wish i don't know maybe i should have given it a little higher i i for the eye <laughs> yeah the eye and the the jaw alone uh i i feel that's fair though man i really yeah. truly do yeah i might you know ultimately for me it's um yeah like i said it's it just it's it, it's not a movie that's gonna last with me yeah um and it was fine i i didn't dislike it at all um but it's just not something that i'm gonna remember in in you know five or ten years that's fair that's more than fair all right, guys. So uh, that, uh, I, I hope Chris is happy. We all enjoyed his pick, <laughs> which I don't know how the hell he won again, but he did. Especially with ghosts stuffing the ballot with a million nominations. <laughs> I know, right? Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. But uh, go check us out on Twitch, guys, uh, or, or on YouTube, rather. Go check us out on YouTube. 
at Slasher Radio. Uh, you can go check out SlasherRadio.com. All of our articles, interviews, all that bullshit's over there. Uh, also, go check out our Patreon. Yeah, cheap bastards. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing I is, you get a, a lot of entertainment out of this show, and it's not even, we're not even asking for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, so come on. Yep, yep, yeah. I, I mean, Easter eggs alone. I don't know how you sleep at night. <laughs> Easter eggs alone, not for nothing. I mean, that's where they are. Anyone who misses the Easter eggs, I don't know how you wouldn't. That's where they are. They're on Patreon. They're still there. They're, they're still there, but, mm-hmm. you know, chilling on Patreon, just waiting for you. Uh, also, I wanted to throw out there, uh, I, I don't know if a lot of people who listen to us use Patreon or are familiar with it, but if you sign up this week, which, by the way, by the time this episode comes out, will be a new month, so they charge you monthly, you know, so if you're going to give us a try, now's the time, you get a whole month, bam, knock it out. But you don't just get, oh, okay, I signed up this this week, so I get, you know, this week's content going forward. You get all of it from when the patreon was created mm-hmm. that's that's uh all the episodes of sexy time with rob oh god no one wants that everybody wants that that's worse than cursing at him <laughs> threatening him with sexy time with rob uh, this week's patreon last week rob you weren't feeling well mm-hmm. so uh we didn't record anything for the humphrey audio thing lord humphrey audio entertainment network that's that's the one we didn't record anything for that which is a whole separate uh show slash network that you get with the patreon Mm -hmm. so in lieu of that i decided to dig up the tapes of me and bobby talking about our meeting with dallas sonier the previous owner of fangoria when he still unfortunately ran the place and that was this going to be a two-parter that's how long it is oh wow Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm uh-huh so uh that was that it's only for the patrons you can only find that on patreon that is uh discussion me and bobby had before we recorded an episode it wasn't haha he he okay and all that bullshit for a show like that was just me and him you know freeballing it and pretty much going over what happened talking about dallas's numbers for his movies and all that crap that he did and you know it was it was more of an informational thing about what happened, mm-hmm. but the second part is going to be one of the funniest things you'll ever hear. <laughs> All right, and so, you can get that on the Patreon. Yes, that is on the Patreon. Only patrons. That that's it. Like no one else is getting that. Um, right, you uh, cheap bastards aren't going to be able to freeload right in on that. No, no. So the first part is informational. Part two that's going to be coming out uh, probably next week. It, it, it a little preview of it. It the conversation deteriorated from what happened and all that shit, and talking about Dallas and and Fangoria and all that to uh, Vince Vaughn, Bobby's interpretation of when Vince Vaughn went to go film these movies with Dallas Sonier, and uh, Vince Vaughn ended up making Dallas his bitch and using the bathroom and hiding a turd in it. Oh, nice. Which then made Dallas um, pretty much lose his mind and go crazy and foreshadowed him to having to sell the damn company, which ended up happening. So <laughs> Vince Vaughn left a turd right on Psycho, too. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad I picked you bastard. You. Why you got to do that? That was a good one. 
No, it it was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> so much, man. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> um but yeah guys go check it out forward uh patreon.com forward slash slash your radio that's it you can find me at mikey's dead leave me the hell alone (laughs) and by the time you're hearing this you know yeah you know no 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 don't leave me alone this week go go to my damn twitter wish me happy birthday uh i'm on twitter at radio rob one two three you can listen to my other show this horror life wherever you are listening to slasher radio yeah, that's the show where he talks good about paranormal activity when he comes here. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out the horror channel that I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge. Go check them out. And that's it for us this week, guys. We will catch you next time. Good night from Celestia Radio. Sign up for the Patreon, you freeloader. <laughs> All the best of Slasher Radio Podcast. about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.